My name is Dr. Austin Tay, and you are listening to Psych Chat. Welcome to episode 14 of Site Chat. In this episode, I'm joined by my co-host, James Mullikirk, to discuss on the topic of procrastination. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as usual, if you have any comments or suggestions, please send to sitechat at omnisite.com or tweet to site underscore chat. Welcome to episode 14 of Site Chat. My name is Dr. Austin Tay and I have James Mollikert today with me on this episode. Today we are going to talk about procrastination. Hi James, how are you? Great Austin, thanks. So, do you procrastinate? I had to think about that. <laughs> and in fact, I did leave my reading for the day until the last minute and mm-hmm. I wanted to experience that, that feeling. Um, so we can share that as we go along. But uh, I definitely, I am a procrastinator. Yeah, I, I think I am a procrastinator too. But I think I'm also a non-procrastinator. Maybe I'll come back to the concept because I recently read a very interesting article, uh, which is kind of contradict what procrastination, or rather the reverse of procrastination. We will probably talk about it as we, we, we go along in this podcast. You mean procrastination? Yes, procrastination <laughs> indeed. Um, which which is which is a very interesting mm. concept actually. Uh, but let's go with what we normally do. You know, I do a definition. Of what the the uh, term is? What is procrastination? Now, this is what I found. Uh, procrastination is the act of delaying or putting off tasks until the last minute or past their deadline. I came across an argument that procrastination should be defined as culpably unwarranted delay. That is, an individual would choose to put a task off to a later point in time, even when they are overriding good reasons not to put things off, and there are no circumstances that excuse one either for failing to appreciate these reasons or for failing to act. Mm. That is to say that people would choose to do something to the last minute, as you were saying, uh, even though they know that there are no good reasons for doing so. Now, on the contrary, some researchers are defining procrastination as a form of self-regulation failure, characterized by the irrational delay of tasks, despite potentially negative consequences. Now, from these two types of definition, it seems that procrastination is an act that an individual uh, has control over. I mean, the question here will be, why then do you and me or everybody else that's listening to this podcast procrastinate? Why do we do that? Um, I, I don't know. I want to offer this, this kind of explanation I found. Um, why, why do we procrastinate? Uh, maybe when we procrastinate, we, we definitely know we are doing it you know, because we want to delay doing something because we perhaps find it 
it would be better off spending your time doing something else. And or maybe to avoid a negative self-assessment. That is, you know, I'm a quitter, I'm lazy, I don't want to do this because I cannot focus on this this task at the moment. Let's let's wait. Uh, I'll probably catch a a movie or uh, watch a series on Netflix or something, you know. But we knowingly suppress the type of self-assessment uh, because we want to repl- replace it with a more positive self-assessment of ourselves. So if, let's say, for example, we don't want to do something, but then we do something else, then we go, we'll come back to it. That kind of justified it. We will come back to it because we are a nice person. Um, I think this, this is because maybe we, we like to think well of ourselves. You know, I think all of us do that. And to maintain this, we will try to procrastinate less or we will avoid the truth of procrastination. So we kind of find reasons for the act of procrastination, uh, which I think that's one of the things that we were doing before this uh, recording of the podcast. We were having a great old chat uh, <laughs> and then we do want to stop. Uh, but then we know we need to do this, this podcast. Um, <laughs> I mean, to avoid the truth of procrastination, we, we, we tend to resort to, as, as I say, you know, we, we construct or reconstruing the the the, uh, the situation we are in, so as to distort it to uh, enable ourselves to preserve that positive self appraisal. Um, and I think by such distortion, we are giving into procrastination. Uh, as I said earlier, if we don't do the things that we want to do and we find a reason for it, it makes us feel good because at least we will be doing it in a later time, perhaps. So it makes us feel good. Um, and this this does a terminology to it is it's called self-indulgent construal. Uh, it mm. means really, uh, it makes the, the delay appear reasonable or justifiable uh, at a certain level. And such construal likened to what in criminology literature terms as a self-protective strategy. So in other words, or, or, in, uh, or in social psychology literature, uh, self-licensing. Mm. So uh, then can, can, I was just wondering, you know, can we then really resist the temptation of self-indulgent construal? Uh, perhaps we have to review research that look at identifying skills, cognitive strategies, and personality types in which all of us can effectively resist the temptation of self-indulgent uh, reconstruct uh, delay. But I think before we talk about that, uh, I think it's very important to, to, to kind of highlight early on what all of us do. When we don't want to do something, we kind of find excuse. We create a more positive uh, kind of image of ourselves, uh, and we, we assess what we are doing is is right, despite the fact that we are procrastinating. Uh, do 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 you agree with, with this this kind of uh, uh, self uh, appraisal of ourselves if we don't do the work that we need to do? Uh, absolutely, I think it, you know those that self talk is just allows us to maintain you know our self-esteem um in whatever it is we're doing whether it's a good thing or a bad thing um we we if we set up those um cognitive uh thoughts that allow us to think we're still a good person everything's still okay and it's not my fault um then of course that just maintains us, maintains our sanity, basically. But it is, it is, it is uh, the extreme. It is obviously delusion. Um, at another, uh, another side though, it's it's positive. Um, mm. uh, and I, I think that's the interesting thing about procrastination for me. When I, when I was reading the definitions of science, and I, I like the definition used, they are typically seen, even in casual definitions in dictionaries, as a procrastination, which just means to push to tomorrow. 
forward to tomorrow, procrastination being for tomorrow, um, it it always almost always seen as being negative, which is very interesting because when you look at the psychopathy, which I'm sure you'll touch on, you know, it is a real problem. People who have created these um, anxiety-filled behaviors that they maintain that really do cause them dysfunctional you know, outcomes. They're really problematic. Um, in fact, one of the one of the one of the uh, psychiatry. I was listening to a psychiatry podcast on it that I'd shared with you, and and the psychiatrist themselves was saying, "I'm an expert." <laughs> he said he's an expert procrastinator, but he felt his procrastination was problematic, and it was linked to imposter syndrome that he felt being mm. a psychiatrist. <gasps> Amazing. Um, so I, I think this self talk is it is obviously. What humans do to maintain the status quo, you know, the mental, emotional status quo, self-justification, and mm. it can be positive or, or negative. I think. Yeah, I pick up what you just said about the the podcast that you listen to. I I truly believe that people procrast uh, procrastinate uh, sometimes because of fear, fear of doing that thing they were tasked to do. Uh, they do not know when, you know, when and how to do it. Uh, would they be judged? For doing something that is not so good, you know, do they measure up to that? Uh, and I think this is one thing when we talk about the definition of procrastination, or you've been labeled as a, someone who is a procrastinator, you will be, as you say, there's a negative connotation that you'll be deemed lazy, you are not uh, active, you're, you're not uh, part of a team, etc. But then we fail to realize the person who is actually doing the procrastination, there are so many underlying issues that they might be going through. As you just now said, imposter even syndrome. Environment, even environmental ones, cultural yeah. ones. Yeah, cultural one. You know, if you if you if you do too early or you complete the job, I mean, especially if your your experience in China and especially in Asia, I think. Uh, if you deem to have uh, good at doing your job and you finish all your job tip top condition, you know, you, you you do uh, everything before everybody else. People are going to look at you and go, like, you know, why? You know, Brilliant. why are you leaving the office so early? Uh, you shouldn't be doing that. So there is, as you say, society and, and, and the environment itself will make us start thinking maybe we shouldn't be completing our job so fast. We need mm -hmm. to procrastinate because that is the norm. And I think when we talk about procrastination, it's so varied. Um, mm -hmm. We should dispel that negative connotation. Uh, obviously, there are some component of it, some element of it, but there are also the other part of element of an individual. How are they going through the, the whole emotion when they talk about procrastination? Mm. Do they do that for a reason? Are they fearful? Or are they fearful of something, or are they have to be managing the environment in in a uh, organizational politic, mm. a political uh, situation? How do they do that? They don't want to be deemed to be someone who is able to take on more responsibility, perhaps, because I finished the job first. So I think this is a very interesting topic to talk about and, and not just addressing the negative side, but also thinking about how the person feels and is viewing procrastination. Did they do it by choice or not? Because I, I feel personally from, from taking more, as you said, psych, uh, uh, psychologically looking at it, Sometimes people are afraid to do certain things or to do it in time because of X, Y, Z reason. So we need to be able to look at that. Obviously, uh, uh, 
procrastinating itself has its drawbacks because we know people who procrastinate is going to affect them in terms of their health, uh, the way they, yeah. they view their work and stuff like that, things like stress. So, I mean, it would be quite appropriate to talk about, you know, the consequences of procrastination, I think. Um, and there are, there are studies that actually link procrastination to physical health. Um, and researchers have you know, kind of found that uh, a study that was done in 1997, the researchers followed students from the beginning to the end of academic term. They observed that students, procrastinators, reported better health and lower stress compared to non-procrastinators at the beginning of the term. By the end of the term, students who self-reported to be procrastinators reported more health problems and high level of stress. Now, this study is very interesting because I think it kind of brings me back to, to my, my uh, time in, in university, uh, where every time we would go, oh, it's all right, we don't have to read the additional article or uh, the textbook <laughs> or do the assignment, we can always wait for another day. I'd rather have more fun with, with my uh, mates in the university. And then, of course, we pay for the consequences as exams are looming or uh, the due date for the uh, assignment comes up. So I think this this is very typical kind of uh, uh, research that you will definitely find those people who are procrastinator will kind of panic towards the end uh, and and create a lot of stress for themselves. Um, there, there is a, a procrastination health model that was devised, and mm. they proposed that to understand which trait procrastination may confer risk for poor health. Now they started looking at whether this this uh, model could identify a personality trait. Um, to, to uh, when they do a research, and they they obviously they they realize that uh, there are some personal traits that uh, does affect uh, procrastination and, and leading to poor health. Now there are two routes where uh, in this model itself. One is called a direct or stress related route. Uh, according to this route, they say procrastination creates risks for poor uh, health related outcomes through frequent activation of the stress response and the stress related psychophysiological changes uh, yeah, that will makes follow. sense. Yeah, so you... Cortisol, you, cortisol yeah, immune system, once you are too stressed, your immune system yeah. is also compromised, uh, and you know you will be suffering from uh, heart rate, respiration, uh, blood flow to muscles, and suppression of uh, what they were saying, uh, digestive functioning, um, to prepare the body's resources to be a preparatory state to respond to immediate threats. I think this is kind of... You see the, the immediate uh, 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 fight and flight mode comes in already. Immediate. Mm. And, and, and I think does, when you are in that kind of state, ultimately your, your uh, immune system will be lowered. You will be faced with more threats surrounding you. And that definitely will affect the way uh, you behave and the way you kind of respond to any other external uh, factors in, in that you're facing. Um, so as you said, you, you kind of make sense to you, right? This this kind of procrastination. That would depend, though. In some ways, going back to our what we we're talking about earlier is, is procrastination in terms of just putting off. It it will depend upon whether it's how dysfunctional that might be, in whose opinion, mm -hmm. primarily on the feelings that that and the thoughts and feelings that are associated with it. So, for example, um, when we procrastinated today in not starting did we feel shame or guilt or regret or anger or inauthenticity or even anxiety i don't think we felt any of those mm. none mm. but if from the 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 real dysfunctional side of 
procrastination, those are the sorts of emotions that you're likely to feel related to it. And mm. that I would completely agree will will be then linked to that that stress mm. model mm. because the mm. person is under threat, mm. they're actually threatened and they can't find a way out of it. Mm. Um, and then that's going to lead to those dysfunctional cognitions of mm. I don't have to do it. Um, mm. It's a stupid thing to do. Um, mm. uh, whatever else they have to do to, to work it out. But again, that's not going to lead to anything positive as a result. They are under threat. Mm. Whereas for you and I, the example I think we just gave was, I think it it just means we're going to have to focus. Yep. And the focusing, then we're going to Chesik Mahali and flow. I was actually mm. noticing this down. Hang on. What do I feel like when I'm focusing on on reading and I know I've only got an hour to prepare for this coaching? I focus. I I, I do easily hit the state of flow. Um, and my mind pulls together the many things that are floating around. And that's really helpful. So I didn't I don't have anxiety about I do procrastinate. I'm happy to allow my brain to work around and then I, I know I've got to be able to focus. Still mm. gonna have enough time. Mm. So there's gotta be that balance of conscientiousness somewhere yes. To, yes. to balance off the impulse control or the need for openness to keep thinking and but then there's a focus. Yes. Um, which it's is kind of being overload. It's positive. Yes, being, being you know, identifying the right behavior. Uh, while you're procrastinating and making sure that there's a focus for you. I mean, it's, it's, it's rightfully what you're saying. And, and it's also been suggested that this is the second route that mm. people would take, the behavior route. You know, for example, something like uh, wanting to be, be healthy, you know, health-promoting behaviors. Sometimes we think about we all need to be eating healthy. We need to have regular exercise because it's important because this is something that we, we need uh, to do to maintain our own physical health. Uh, but when, when it comes to uh, doing the same thing, how promoting behavior, sometimes it can become detrimental or become a hurdle because of the fear of doing certain things. Like for example, because in order to be healthy, to know that we are healthy, we need to go for a perhaps annual checkup. And this could actually prevent people from doing or procrastinating it because they don't want to find out if they have anything, you know, anything that is going to be in, uh, bad news for them. So I think this also it's reminding them that they're mortal. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, it's fearful. We are, yeah. we are, we are mortal. That's right. We don't need to be fearful. And I think it, it kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier on. Why do people procrastinate? Why do people behave in the in the way of, of the, not doing certain things? Is because of fear. I mean, this is a very good classic example of uh, uh, behavior in terms of trying to find out your your uh, medical status. Uh, I mean, I you know, I I have friends who, who love going to see a doctor for injection. For me, I have no problem. You know, just stick the needle in, and I'm fine. I I have no problem with that. Uh, so every year when when uh, there's a flu jab, people don't go for it because there's a fear. You know, I don't want to to, to go to see a doctor because they might find out certain things, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So for me, I think it's about what you said. The perhaps the right mindset. Doing that, going to see a doctor for your annual checkup is going to be good because it's helping you to find out if you have any underlying medical issue. You can do it now rather than finding out a little bit later in terms of that. Um, now, I wanted to kind of talk a little bit more here. I, mean, I don't want to be too technical because we, we you know, in our, in our notes, we, we talk about the, the uh, procrastination health model. I'm, I'm just going to skip this because I think this is a bit technical and, and I don't think our listeners might be appreciating what I'm going to do perhaps uh, to put some of those uh, references in, in the uh, 
show notes so that people could could actually uh, look at that. But I, I want to. Uh, sorry, I do. I do think it's interesting that you said that you do share it um, with mm. them um, mm. because uh, you rightly so that in the extreme it is a problem. Mm. It really can cause health issues, and it, it is is necessary to be aware of it. So I think that's mm. reasonable. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think I wanted to go on to the next bit about what you and my, you and I were talking about procrastination. <laughs> uh, we we talk about procrastination. Yes, I mean there's a lot of things that we're going to talk about. Uh, we can talk about, but I, I want to uh, look at this this word procrastination, uh, which which I, is the uh, a term that I didn't know that exists until quite recently. I read an article uh, mm-hmm. in a uh, an article from the APA, and now procrastination is a term uh, coined in 2014 okay and it's defined as the tendency tendency to rush to get things done as quickly as possible even at the expense of extra effort and i think i personally am guilty of that <laughs> i'm not sure about you but i'm guilty of that i'm always making not decisions really. very quickly because i want to get things done i have this this thing in my head i have a checklist uh, that i need to do things you know i need to have that is a satisfaction of knowing that I've done that. Sometimes I use extra uh, effort to do so. Um, a, a example I can give you recently, I was looking at uh, uh, some uh, financial figures, which I hate to look at numbers. So I was I was asked to look at it because someone else couldn't figure out what was the, the issue. So I said, okay, I'm going to do this because I want to solve the issue. And for me, it's a mental challenge, but at the same time, it's a a kind of challenge. I wanted to just do it to show that I understand it and I know how to solve the issue. So I spent many nights looking at it. Um, I use, I actually used a lot of papers to write out all the stuff. And I went through every line, every bit, and see where the discrepancies were. And I tell you, it was so rewarding when I found the, 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 mm. the mistake. But it took me uh, uh, actually literally almost every night looking at it. Mm. And the result of it was, I could have, the result of it, of course, I found the the, the mistake, uh, but I could have actually done this very simply, getting someone else to do it and not me doing it personally. But, you know, I, I because of the need, I want to solve the issue. I don't mind putting on the extra uh, uh, hours in the night to look through it uh, on top of every other things I was doing. So I, I think that that kind of procrastination really applies to me in the things that I do. <laughs> well, that, that's, it is a really interesting thing. It, it, what came to mind was impulse control. So impulse control is, is uh, often part of the individual differences that are identified in explaining procrastination as well. Um, and obviously rather low impulse control is involved in procrastination. Um, and so it brings out a, a few things in my mind. One was... Um, in positive, I'm going to say positive procrastination. In in adaptive procrastination, actually, we'll maybe better in a second. Um, I could make the case, or one could make the case, that positive procrastination, as we demonstrated this morning, um, when we anticipate you know, our beliefs, you know, in, in sort of behavioural attitude, intention, um, sorry, belief, attitude, intention, behavior models. Um, we, we believe that we have the capability. Uh, we, we, we have positive expectancy of, the, of a good result. Uh, we, we do have autonomy over our time management. Um, we have the absolute intention to do so. We know we'll get rewarded by doing it. 
um, internal and external, we get those rewards. Uh, we will we will achieve it that we have no problem we've already estimated what's going to happen and how we're going to feel so in some ways we we're exhibiting very strong impulse control yes whereas and that's that's autonomous impulse mm. control very mm. strong indeed we're not freaked out about it it's all within our intentionality to, to do the behavior mm. it's expected mm. um the precrastination is it seems to be that the reward needs to be now yep. you want to get you said something done you want to get that thing ticked off the list you want to get that 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 kick mm. of, of you know in the brain uh, of, of dopamine saying yeah great well done mm. another one off. Mm. it makes me then think again about procrastination in this positive way if it's in a the first thing was that I, I looked at, uh, you mentioned a university study on it, Austin, and it yes. reminded me of something I'd read, which was about the prevalence of procrastination. Mm. And if you ask any, there, there are some studies, uh, typically on students and so on, and depending on the studies, it's 50% are, are habitual self-declared procrastinators, but actually um, you know, only a hardcore are, are the real ones. Mm. And, but the, the thing is, what well, I think what we understand about it and why you, see, you go online and there's everyone telling you how to be more productive, setting your goals and, you know, beating your procrastination habits. For me, the realization uh, is that procrastination is normal. Humans do it. There are extremes, the precrastinators and the, and the, and the extreme procrastinators. When it, when it satisfied, satisfies your definition of dysfunction, mm. Mm. where there's no good reason for it. Mm. If we, if it's a normal condition of humans, then it must be evolutionary and it must be for a reward. If biologically we are set up to procrastinate, would be my proposition now. <laughs> and we're doing so for reward. Yes. Uh, maybe because we've got multiple tasks. Maybe because we've got these expectancies, we can do this one. We mm. don't need to do it yet mm. in case something else comes up. Yep. Um, maybe it's environmental awareness. Um, uh, or maybe it's because we know for some tasks it re can require us to have great focus and we can use time to make us focused. When there's no other opportunities to be distracted, I now must focus. And we use that, again, we, we've learned to do this over our lives, I think. Mm. Uh, we have no negative emotions with our procrastination now. Mm. It's effective in, in getting us to do things you know, in a very short period of time <laughs> when, we, when we get round to it. Yeah. So, so like getting this feeling like it's a normal thing yeah. and it's based on, you know, biological rewards, reward mm. systems. Yeah. I, I think the listeners will be perhaps puzzled now, you know, procrastinator seems to be a negative connotation. But then here we are arguing that perhaps it is actually inherent in all of us that we are mm. doing that because uh, we need to seek out for rewards. So sometimes by not doing certain things, uh, we are actually not procrastinating into the sense that we deliberately don't want to do certain things but we see the reason for not doing that mm. so fast it's not because harmful it's not harmful yes mm. and, and i think this is why a lot of things that we read uh, in the media when we talk about procrastination it's always about someone who is not doing something right there's a negative connotation That's and right. what, what you were saying earlier on is uh, there, therefore, people are always suggesting, oh, in order to be more productive, they always connect procrastination as productive. But 
I mean, procrastination itself, as you said, there is a reason for certain things. It could be for the reward purpose or people are just fearful of doing so. So not necessarily negative. So having someone to write down their goal might not necessarily be helpful uh, for a procrastinator, maybe not an extreme procrastinator, someone mm. who's actually not doing this at a present moment because they are stalling perhaps to reevaluate their position, their their decision to move forward, to think or look at other options. So I think we need to look at procrastination in that sense also. One of the things that you and I as, as Oxide, we, we see a lot with organization. They will say, oh, well, you know, our, our employees are not motivated. They are procrastinating. They are kind of not wanting to get things move quickly. We want to do a training to teach them how to do goal setting. Mm. I think it's good to a certain extent making people understand that certain things need processes. But then we need to also, again, like an onion, we need to peel the onion and see what is the inherent issue that the individual is also mm -hmm. facing. It's not what the organization wants per se. How about the individual? And many a times organizations don't look at that. They go like, wow, organization needs to move on. Therefore, people need to follow with, with us. And I think to be really help, help, uh, helpful in, in helping individuals who are deemed to be not as motivated or as uh, working as fast as their peers, organization needs to sit down and relook the situation and, and look at, is it because of the environment? Maybe the work design is an issue or maybe inherently this individual is going through tough, tough times. You know, they're facing something internal they are not sharing with anybody. Because I, I think, back on to the point that you were saying and what we were talking about, the, the health model, procrastination itself mm. does equate to health. So if someone is worried or fearful, that's going to uh, uh, impact on the way they perform. So finding that out is going to help them. And there's also a way for organizations to start thinking and looking very seriously about well-being of employees. You and me have seen too many of those employee engagement survey where we hear constantly people are not happy, they are uh, talking about certain things, but yet organizations don't act on it. What they want to do is just let's increase the point. Let's increase the, 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 the surveys so people will be a bit more engaged. But then if they are going to be faking the, the scores, you're not addressing the issue. Mm. So I, I think procrastination, like a lot of the issues that we've spoken about, counterproductive uh, work behavior, there is always an underlying issue with the individual to really, really address this issue. It's not giving uh, employees a set of rules, a set of criteria they need to follow uh, how to do tra uh, training on how to do goal setting. We need to have that conversation. Uh, and I will I will really implore organizations to start looking at that. If you don't have a healthy um, uh, um, workforce, no matter what training you give them, they are not going to be able to uh, perform and it's going to impact on the organization overall. So this is kind of what I, I think from our discussion mm. um, and any other Comments that you want to add on, uh, James? <laughs> no, it's, it's great stuff, Austin. Thank you. I, what I picked up, I think, today, um, you know, as we, we've circled around that idea that procrastination is typically presented negatively, and yet, and, and it does have negative consequences in extreme that are uh, have health impacts, and they can be very deep, deep-seated. Um, emotional and cognitive issues involved 
uh, that are uh, the cause of them is in the individual and the individual's environment. Mm. And we talk even about culture as well, the cultural mm. impacts of it. And there's the there's the this sort of normal um, way that most humans will delay work that could be started earlier tasks. And of course, we tend to talk this, about this in a work setting. Mm. Um, and that uh, some of those reasons for delaying it are, are individual. And there are functional reasons for it because they they absolutely anticipate they can do it, but they, as you said, they they want to go into exploration mode. They want to consider about other things going on, and they even they don't want to upset their colleagues mm. in that cultural environment. Mm. And, and there are other issues where you know it, it can become you know a, a problem even at work. And the productivity is a relevant uh, subject for for. Um, task-focused organizations to work to, to deal with. And so, um, yeah, goal-setting theories and goal-setting applications absolutely do that. And frankly, when you look at um, most of the, you know, solve your procrastination you know, sites, websites or, or whatever videos, they tend to just come out with goal-setting theory-related planning and how to do this tick list and break down mm. a task. That's goal-setting. And I don't think that's the same as as what we're talking about. It's related, of course it is. It's the right thing to talk about. Yep. But the the positive impacts of delaying action, uh, if the individual has the autonomy to do so, uh, doesn't stop execution of a goal, um, mm. unless there are other reasons for why the execution must be done. Yep. And that the negative health issues of it should be taken seriously, like you said, mm. and they're not solved by some sort of you know, whitewashed intervention for everybody. You've got to deal with the individual uh, yeah. to truly understand what's going on um, and what they're dealing with, because it, it's potentially not a very nice condition to have at all. No, not at all. Well, you see, it started as a very, very negative uh, connotation of the word procrastination, and we are mm -hmm. now spinning into looking <laughs> a bit more different. I mean, it could be a positive thing, you know, depending on the circumstances, the individual. But I, I think the, the 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 message that we perhaps want to share with our listeners or people who are, who are interested in this topic is that uh, let's not look at it in just one dimension. Mm -hmm. There are various yeah. reasons to why people procrastinate, perhaps to find out why people are doing so and then address them. You know, you can use whatever tools to help them, but understanding them rather than just a blanket wash saying, oh, it is a negative thing. You need to be learning how to do goal setting. I think that that is just very flippant in, in addressing an issue that is actually more skin deep, I think. Uh, and and uh, hopefully this this is a uh, yeah. starting of a conversation for a lot of people in the organization uh, as we talk about topics like this. Well, as as usual, <laughs> this is a, uh, a great time having to to to, to talk about a topic like this uh, with you, James. And uh, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. And I'm sure we will be looking at another uh, perhaps a controversial topic again to talk uh, in our next <laughs> podcast. I hope so. Thanks, Austin. <laughs> no problem. And as usual, if you have any comments or uh, suggestions, please send an email to sitechat at omnisite.com or tweet to site underscore chat. You have been listening to Site Chat. This podcast is brought to you by Omnisite Consulting. We are a team of psychologists with a wealth of experience in working with individuals, teams and organisations in the areas of coaching, executive selection, assessment and development, 
career transitioning and workplace intervention. OmniSide Consulting exists to solve the critical issues facing our clients, both large and small. Our approach is to tailor-make each service to meet the requirements of our clients. Our broad range of services and solutions help individuals and organizations to facilitate change, achieve their vision, and optimize performance and productivity. For more information about our services, do check us out at www.omnisci.com.